Hello, Urban Files team. So I know um, recently we were really talking about the um, tech expansion in Texas and how um, you know Houston, but more notably Austin, had secured several major company headquarters away from uh, California. And in this week, we're really talking about another Sunbelt city that has been rising in the tech world in the last few weeks, um, Atlanta. They, they, in the last few weeks, have gotten uh, major operations agreements from Microsoft and from Airbnb. I know Microsoft already had some level of presence in the city already, but I think this is a significant win for them. And I think many would agree. So Max, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, really big. Um, so the Airbnb announcement was complete news to me. I don't know if you know there were rumors or if it was already widely known and expected in the Atlanta area, but um, that was news to me. Um, whereas the Microsoft announcement kind of came after a great deal of speculation for quite a long time. So uh, either way though, the, yeah, these are two big, big wins. The uh, Microsoft expansion into Atlanta is supposed to bring with it up to 15,000 jobs uh, if, if everything goes well over the course of, you know, who knows how long, but, but still it's very, very significant expansion. They have like 90 acres. Uh, they, they've, they've purchased land for a 90 acre campus pretty close to the, in the urban core of Atlanta. Um, and, uh, and so there's a lot they can do there. They also have a lot of different sites uh, within the city and outside the city. So it's not like, like, as you said, it's not like this is a new place for Microsoft, um, but this is a pretty significant expansion that they're talking about. And then with Airbnb, they're, they're calling it their East Coast headquarters. Um, <laughs> a little deja vu with the uh, HQ2 from Amazon, but um, you know, there's no understating how significant this is. Airbnb is coming off like this very successful IPO. They're sort of navigating that post post IPO sort of maturity growth time period now, where they where they really need to see how they can. Uh, ride this wave and, and, and continue to grow and continue to build. And I think that what they're looking at is targeting more tech uh, products and increasing their diversity within that sector, within the, that, um, that department. And so they've, they've stated their goals as by 2025, having 50% female representation and 20% underrepresented minority representation, which um, I guess makes sense in a place like Atlanta. They're saying they, they hope to hire from within the city, from within the region, um, as much of the talent as possible. And um, of course, you know, Atlanta is known for, for having sort of that diversity, but you know, black diversity. Mm -hmm. So yes. some great, um, higher education institutions uh, in, in Georgia Tech, um, Georgia State, Emory, others, and then of course also the HBCUs. So um, yeah, I mean, it, it, seems, it seems to make sense. Yeah, yeah. well, but I, I think it's long overdue in terms of that access to opportunity, which is only to the tech company benefit, and also that 
kind of diversity of ideology you can get when you go somewhere as different as Atlanta. I think, um, you know, you have people that have tremendous depth of knowledge and the skill set to work in high level tech jobs, product management, or fields like that. But it, I was even talking to, to a friend about this the other day. He's like, you know, I have the skill set to work in high level jobs in a Boston or San Francisco, but I don't really want to live in a Boston or San Francisco. And so there's really, if you don't, it, it, it's kind of the options have been somewhat limited ge geographically for people that are in tech and these other high level fields. So I think this is, A, it's an opportunity for them to be more mobile and kind of have choice around the country. And I think, as you said, given the access to the, the proximity to Atlanta itself and kind of the creativity and juices that blends, I think, brings together, I think that really will have a positive impact on, I think, the tech industry as a whole, but obviously also the economy of Atlanta specifically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so listening to you talk, I don't want to dive too deep into the... Um... The conversation about Silicon Valley and San Francisco and all of how maybe tech uh, ecosystem uh, globally is, is is shifting and evolving and, and what's going to happen there. I don't want to I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But as I was listening to you talk, I was thinking that um, this is a new new revelation perhaps for me. But um, you know, tech jobs, tech workers, um, this skill set has been a focus point has been in demand for for a number of years now and so what we might be seeing is just now we finally have a large number of people with this skill set and so um, naturally with such a large group of people there are going to be a wide range of places that those people want to live places where they yes. come from different backgrounds experiences and so it makes sense in a lot of ways that we are reaching a point where um, those tech workers can can find jobs and make it work in many different parts of the country yes um, and i and i think we're still looking at a labor shortage in this area so we're going to yeah. continue to pump out more and more people with this skill set but um but yeah i mean you can't expect all these people to put up with the lifestyle in Silicon Valley. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, one other thing I wanted to to note um, with the with the Microsoft uh, announcement is that Quarry Yards, which again, like this is not no surprise, people knew it was coming. And Microsoft purchased this this property um, last year. They uh, Quarry Yards is it's in a um, in a historically black area neighborhoods and um, probably ripe for gentrification and um, and so you know the the concern of course is how this may affect um, people people and then in the region people specifically in proximity to the campus um, longtime residents uh, because, you know, of course, the, the tech effect ha has, has kind of wreaked havoc in California and yeah. Seattle. And, you know, can Atlanta avoid the negatives while reaping the benefits 
That's that's the question, especially when you're talking about such a major transition, um, like going into sort of a uh, a struggling area, I guess, planting yeah. this there. Well, that's that's a really excellent point, you know. And, and even Atlanta, on on a certain level, has you know not having the being more of a traditionally you know um, having some certain blue collar areas or areas that were, uh, you know, have been gentrified already, like Sweet Auburn and Edgewood and some areas that were really un- unrecognizable from a couple of decades ago. I think it's uh, kind of, I think Salesforce has a major presence there. And so that kind of general movement of Atlanta, it gets more skilled, but does that fundamentally remake the identity of the city? And then you have a situation where you have hyper-commuting and, and those types of things that are, Silicon Valley issues now, do they do that? But at the, at the other side of the coin, I, I think it really presents an opportunity for people from Chattanooga and maybe even some other areas around Atlanta that gentrification, because Chattanooga obviously is not a uh, you know place with tons of difficulty, but certain places that really have never seen opportunity now being within a couple of hours in Atlanta might really for the first time have some opportunity to grow some of an identity based on that access to a magnet like that. So that's kind of the other side of that coin, I guess. Okay. I mean, I'm not entirely sure what you're trying to say. So Chattanooga would benefit. Chattanooga is probably a bad example, but like, like there's, there are definitely places I think within um, rural of and rural Georgia that, um, you know, Atlanta is not new either to being a dynamic metropolis and everything like that. But I think as something like this grows, and especially a company like Airbnb that is so transformative in communities in general, I can't help but wonder if there will be, I think there's going to be a balance no matter what, but that that influence of the hyper-commuters potentially forming in that area, um, will that potentially positively transform some of those outlying areas, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I, I guess I see, see that. I mean, of course, yeah, that could happen. I mean, that, that happens um, everywhere. You have a dynamic city with, um, with large increase of jobs. Um, naturally, there's people uh, within an hour or two hours, whatever, who feel the effects, uh, people who want to, um, live further out from a city, but yeah, yeah. Still, you know, of course, kind of that idea of like the rising tide lifts all boats in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it certainly makes sense. I guess the, I, I was thrown off when you mentioned Chattanooga. I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. like Chattanooga, <laughs> in its own right, is is much, much, much smaller. But in its own right, it has sort of a its own mini tech ecosystem. Uh, yeah. yeah pretty strong for its size. Oh, absolutely, yes, yes. Um, so I wasn't sure if there's some kind of play there you're... you're yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so any other thoughts regarding that? Well, I would say, uh, I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think, you know, I've always felt, you know, kind of connected to Atlanta in a way, given that it is... Kind of at the, at the absolute nexus of the south and being you know basically like you know almost like a half day away from it driving and so i guess my 
question is, is if this opportunity and growth of tech will expand in other southern cities and right I, I guess also just kind of as you said avoid those negative impacts that can happen when debt comes into play yeah um well you know let's let's not act like this is this is new for atlanta they've been yeah. they've been doing they've been making great strides for years so yeah. you know this is just a big splash because it all happened in a week and these are two major players announcing pretty major um, increases in or, or focus in there in Atlanta in the tech scene. Yes. So um, it's a big splash, but you know, this has been building and brewing for a while. Um, I did like the fact that both my, both Microsoft in Microsoft's announcement and in Airbnb's announcement, they seem to really want to focus in on how they can help the community um, and maybe that's just corporate speak, but you know, Microsoft does, and I know this from experience, they, they really do um, encourage employees to be involved in the community, volunteer, and they do like a, a donation match, which they talked about in their announcement, $15,000, they'll match their employees' contributions to local charities. Um, I think I think that's off the top of my head, but I think it was fifteen thousand dollars. And then um, you know, Airbnb was talking about how they they really want to be cognizant of this sort of tech effect and yeah. work with the the mayor's office in Atlanta to mitigate this as much as possible. Um, they're going to, unlike Microsoft, they don't have a site selected for this major expansion, mm -hmm. and they're going to work with the city there. And and also, unlike HQ2, they said that they wouldn't be taking any incentives or uh, yeah. <laughs> to to do this. So um, so I mean, uh, you know, what they're saying sounds good, and um, of course, it's very, very it's a very very difficult thing to do to mm -hmm. to try to. Um, do it in such a way that you don't hurt the people who are already living there already and in, in many cases already struggling uh you don't yeah. exacerbate that um what i do wonder is that um the microsoft quarry yard site is right next to a marta station the bankhead yeah. station and um which again makes it right for gentrification but on the other hand also if you can do it well um, it could also allow people to commute in to that yes. location from elsewhere and not, it's not like everybody, not like you need to have 10,000 employees all dropping into one neighborhood to live and work. And so in a way it can almost be like an opportunity zone. I think those mixed income neighborhoods as opposed to just having one area off by itself can really be a kind of an economic propeller for people that really are, uh, are, again, kind of struggling prior to Microsoft making this decision also, so. Yeah, yeah, well, um, you know, good good for Atlanta. I think it's yeah. nice to to see, again, I can't stress enough that, you know, it's not not shocking, but it was just, it's a, it is a big splash for them, but it's not shocking that it would happen to Atlanta. Yeah. They're by no means um, been lagging behind in any way. And in fact, I think, you know, although Austin gets a ton of attention, uh, and rightly so for their startup ecosystem, um, Atlanta really has the sort of um, educational advantage in that in that area. Yeah, all the all the institutions there. Um, so 
Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Anything else to add? I think that's it. Um, congratulations, Atlanta. So. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later. All righty. Have a good one.